podcast, podcast, you can't win. I touch black and white just by stroking my chin. Tell mama got a plan if he just sit in. And we can be the sons and thus fit in. Talking a good game, topics never lame. Conversations just the same right before they left the brain. Seriously funny, but if you take us seriously, you end up smiling. If not, laugh hilariously. And every Tuesdays we're on the ones, so stay in tune before noon. It's the particle sons. It's ridiculously funny, 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 Welcome back to the best No Judgment Zone space in the world because neither one of us don't have law degrees. I'm marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. And we are the Particle Sons. Let's start the final show for the year. Not the final show, just the final show for the year. 2019 is wrapping up. And uh, last show t- for the decade? Last show for the decade, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, by the time you see us, it's, it's a brand new decade. We on some Jets and shit. Are you one of those assholes that be like, See you next year. You one of them people? No. Nah, oh, okay. Nah, nah, nah. It's just, I was saying, that's just corny as hell. Just straight foolishness. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Let me ask you something. Growing up, boy, before you hit the like the like the the two thousands, coming into the two thousands, were your expectations ever in the realms of cars being able to fly by this time or by twenty twenty? You we should be able to see flying cars and stuff yeah, like that. I think so. Because I think like um, I guess the Jetsons stuff like that kind of kind of kind of kind of etch something into your yeah, memory brains. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I think there was like a, a good portion of like I don't know if it's spy movies or something like that, with like underwater cars or cars that can drive underwater or cars that turn into submarines, something like that. Whatever. Right. That was etched in there and stuff, whatever too. So I thought that by the time technology would catch up in like the two thousands, by the time like I'm close enough to be an adult. They probably have all that type of stuff together. I remember being in, in public school, like we just ran like an exercise like of that. I think it was Oh, public school for those that don't know, it's elementary, elementary school. So I, keep, I learned that shit when I came here. I, I, I keep forgetting this the Canadian in me. Sorry for my American constituents. No, you do your out thing. There. You do your thing. Um yeah, but public school slash elementary. Uh I think it was I think it was in nineteen ninety, if I'm not mistaken, because it was like Ten years from now will be the year two thousand. Mm. What were you? What What were you thinking it'll be like? And everybody was like, "Yeah, flying cars, this, that, and the third. And but similar situation, right? Like you grew up watching like Jetsons, stuff like Star Trek, all that, all that, all that scientific future stuff. And you think, well, two thousand sounds futuristic, right? All that stuff must be coming in around that time. And then you get to 2000s and womp, womp, and it's still, you know, <laughs> cars on the road. Shit, you know the funny thing too was? I think when Y2K was a thing. Yeah. I remember um, it was me. I was at my boy Benji's people spot, whatever, right? Salute to Benji. Um, I think it was in ninth grade. Yeah, I believe it was in ninth grade. And the plan was where his, I think his auntie, where at his auntie's house, it was not too far from like an ATM and like a little shopping plaza. So they're like, soon as the countdown happened, we just about to walk our way to the thing. To the ATM? Because this shit's supposed to start shooting out money. That's what mm. they claim and stuff with us. I'm like, if this is about to shoot out money, we about to get paid. My dumb ass, I'm like, I'm about to buy me some PlayStation games. Like, you know, <laughs> I was 15 at the time. Brain wasn't all the way there. But I was looking, I was like, huh. 
And then ain't shit happened. And then like the whole Y2K thing got bunk. Cause they said computers are gonna flop out and everything like that. So I just realized that I like I, from that moment I just said, you know what, everything's gonna be basic. I remember getting a job. I remember getting a job in 1999. Hmm. Calling companies to pitch them on software that would help their companies get over the Dwight the Y2K bug. Was it really a bug even there and stuff, whatever? It was just a I don't know, like bug I don't know what it was, man. I was yeah. caught up in the hype like everybody yeah, else, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was a job in calling people to to sell them software. So I mean you getting your money, hey, so that's uh, it. That, that was about it. Shit. Ain't nobody was really buying the software and that's so I don't know. I don't know. Shit, I mean for that whole two thousand rollover, people people are shook. Yeah. A good portion of people are shook. Yeah. I wasn't shook because I was looking I'm like, I think somebody Somebody hyped it up and said, like, all oh, the computers are going to flop, nuclear missiles are going to turn on their own countries and shit like that. I'm like, it happens, it happens and stuff, whatever. Cause, but I, didn't, I wasn't shook to that point to say, like, all right, this is... Well, they were saying all systems would just go haywire, like traffic yeah. lights, air traffic controllers, all those systems would just shut down because what? apparently it can't flip over and reset itself. To the 2000 mark. And here we are now entering the 2020s and stuff. Whatever, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, right. I know, right? Shit, it's like 20, 20, 20 odd years now. From that time frame. That's crazy when you think about it. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. And now we here. Um, let's do a little quick recap on the the last poll. I always try to post some shit, whatever. Now the proposal poll. So recently on Christmas Day. Yes. P.K. Subban, he's a hockey player. Black hockey player. Let me just emphasize that. Whatever. Yeah, they, you got to throw that in. They, they, they're rare. They're not rare. only is he a black hockey player, but he's a like a great hockey player. Facts. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's up there as far as defenseman is concerned. So, um, his girlfriend, she proposed to him. No, hold on, Christmas. hold on, hold on. No, we, we, we got to interject in there because... Oh, she, 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 she's white. She's Okay, okay. She's, she's, she's white. She's, yeah, yeah, sweet. We want to... You don't think black women would propose to their men? Not that I, I don't think <laughs> black women would propose to the men. Yeah. But we did, we did introduce sports into the mix. <laughs> True. So, anytime you introduce sports into the mix, you got to almost assume that the wife could possibly be white. Really? Is it really that bad? Is it really that bad? So, okay, if we're talking about like sports players and stuff, whatever, who are black. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, how many and stuff, whatever, you think would have a black wife? On a scale to one to ten? Yeah, we're talking like one to ten and stuff, whatever. I think it's about half and half. I think 50-50? I think it's about 50 50. I think it's just, we, we, I, I think it's, I mean, I'm just playing into the stereotype as well, but I, I think because. A lot of people make loot to the fact that athletes would tend to just go and find themselves. Kanye. Well, Kanye said it. Kanye and said when it. you get on, you get to leave your ass for a white, white girl. Right, right. So that's the stereotype <laughs> that's out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing into that. Right, it's a bad joke. I'm Yo, playing into it. No, but, it's but not, she's white. It's not, and she's white. She's white. So it's not playing into a joke. All right, all right. It's facts. It's like, it's facts it's, though, you know it's, what I'm saying? It's a, it's a joke with a little bit of truth to it. Yo, there's half truth to every joke. That's what my mom's told me. There's half truth to every joke. So, okay. 
Now bring it back now. She proposed to him. Okay. And she made a little lengthy little post and stuff, whatever. I'm paraphrasing everything. He demanded her dreams. And mm. she knew he was the one. Yeah. And, you know, she proposed to him and everything like that. We had a discussion and stuff several times. Right, right. About women proposing to men and everything of course. like that, yeah. whatever. And I want to take a ring. I take a Rolex. You take a Rolex? I take a Rolex. If she get on... I guess. If she gets on one knee... I'm accepting. I'm. I'm. Or I'm expecting a proposal. If she gets on two knees, I'm thinking she's giving a blowjob. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, one of the two might still often, be winning. How often does you a woman might get still on be one winning. knee? Yeah, but how often does a woman get on one knee to give head though? Mm, right? Was she Colin Kaepernick or some it's shit no, like that? She might have some new techniques all Colin Kaepernick, is that what she's doing? Yeah, like, yo. She's taking a knee. Offering you something something special. So, when, when, I, when I seen that now, I'm like, okay, we spoke about this and stuff, whatever, before, in the past. And I'm like, we pulled the question. I'm like, how, women, how many women, you know, ladies, I said first said ladies, yeah. would you propose to the man of your dreams? Right. Right? You had a handful... You have more yes, you have more yays than than names, names. whatever, right? And it was so funny to us men. I guess some men who seen it, they fucking jumped in and voted on the damn thing. I'm like, I'm like I don't know if they're trans wow. or they identify as women. I was like, they're people don't to, read they're shit to help no the polls. They're trying to help out the I guess polls. They're trying to help the polls. Is that what it is? So I said, okay, let me go back. I'm like, fellas. Yeah, give, give them a part because yeah, yeah, they're yeah, eager yeah. to jump in. Like, yo, yo, we ain't include us. I'm like, fellas. How many of y'all will accept a proposal from the woman of your dreams? Right. Whatever, right? Yeah. And then, like, some of those ones and stuff will vote over there say, like, hell yeah, and all the above. I don't see anything wrong with accepting a proposal. I feel that like... That the eye, because it was kind of dragged up. Just like, my eye? Yeah, like, I, Like, you had to think about it <laughs> no, a couple I, of times. No, all right. But like this. Woman of my dreams... Uh, physically, I think I might have an idea what she might look like, but personality, mind type and stuff, whatever. We're not worrying about, um, that gender roles and shit like that, whatever. We're focused on that, the task at hand. Right. Okay. And we're looking towards like the end game, the end goal. Yeah. That's my thing. That's your thing. That's my thing and stuff, whatever. Right. And I know for me, my opinion and stuff, and I feel like women get to these parts a lot faster than most men. Now, saying men don't get there and stuff, whatever. If I look at a woman and stuff like that right now, it's more of a physical attraction type of thing. Right. And to see where this could possibly transpire. Well, if the woman's looking at me, she probably look at like, she could see like from like initial, this is something that she planned to keep. I, I'm something she planned to keep for the long haul. For the long haul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So she can see a lot further in her world than I can see in my world and stuff with her. I'm probably looking at like, she seems something cool with. Something I can hump on. Yeah. And she cool peoples. Whatever, right? So, yeah. I mean, and she, she might go deeper and stuff. So, if she comes to that point, whatever, where she feels like I'm the man of her dreams, why why are you letting pride or ego, your ego's not your amigo, why are you letting these things stand in the factor of what you want? Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, I'm saying, she felt like that and everything. I mean, it might, it might catch me off guard and stuff, whatever, like, because I think... We're taught to learn. We're taught to go about it one way. I was taught to go about it one way, and everything not directly from my parents, but from a societal point of view in this yeah. Western world. Yeah, this is what's supposed to pop off. The man's supposed to go on one knee, give it a ring. She's supposed to jump up and say yes, yo, yay or nay, 
And then we keep it moving. And then we proceed and stuff, and the snowball goes down the hill. So if it comes to the unconventional method, I'm just going to take a step back and stuff, whatever. I'm going to like, yeah, I want to be with you. And I'm just going to look at it like, yo, the, the great the overall, overall goal and stuff is us getting married. Right, right. So, like, I don't want her to pick out no big-ass rock for me. And, like, you know, you know, she proposed. Oh, my goodness. Luck. Mm, luck, bitches. Yeah, you're not going to be all luck, up, bitches. You're not going to be all about IG. Yeah. Flying and shit. Like, yeah, you know. No, and I got to sure? get my nails done. Luck, bitches. Get your, I got my nails done. Let's get your cuticles pushed back. That's all you need. You got to go all the way. Yeah, my cuticles all fucked up. Must yeah, I cut my finger and shit, too? Yeah. I got a bad name <laughs> So, I don't want to be looking too, too proper and stuff on that. But I think when it comes down to it and stuff for that, me personally... I take it. If I, I dragged out the eye. Yeah, I'm fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I take it. I, I I see nothing wrong with it. I take um, a Rolex. Did you take the Rolex? I take a Rolex. I take either a Rolex or the ring or no a, a, a studded out engagement band. What the fuck is an engagement band? <laughs> Yo, you did Let- research on this shit. <laughs> Listen, man, they got they got you either get the rings or you do the engagement band. So I want a studded out engagement band. If I don't get the Rolex, so what? So the engagement band has her name on it. No, just had my name on it. It just studded out. I don't fucking have your name on it. She gave it to you. His <laughs> engagement ring have her name on it? No, it okay, don't. Then. But then what the band, band might get The band don't got to have her name on it. The band just got to But she's trying to, she's, trying to, she's trying to let her property be known. I'm just thinking. I better say I, she put a band on it. <laughs> if you like it and you show it, put, put a, a band, band on, on it. it. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's the difference. No, you gotta dance like freaking yeah, thing. I'll be doing the light bulb screw dance. Nah, what's do the stuff for that? Pop Smoke. You ever seen that YouTube commercial? Please tell me you see the YouTube commercial. Uh, no, I, I keep hearing about it. I haven't yo, seen it yet. Pop Smoke, yo, that thing looks sus. He's like, baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> yo, so you gotta have the band. Baby, welcome to the wedding. You <laughs> see my band, and I'm lit. Son of a bitch. You know, like you're just rubbing your body and stuff. You're like, yo, that's the new dance when, you, when you get engaged? That's the, that's the new engagement hustle. Yo, I don't know. So, to the dudes and stuff, whatever, they feel type of way and stuff, whatever. Like, so someone, I ask, you know, I always collect data when, I, when my questions and everything. So, I was collecting the data and everything. I, I hit up a, a few old school, older people. Right. Yep. Older generation people and stuff. Whatever. They're like, no, they're old school and stuff, whatever. And I'm like, that prayed in the line of toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, times change. So, I'm like, so I asked the same people and I said, men and women, I'm like, if you, if a man, is to make 30K. Your woman that you're with is to make 60K. She's making double your income. Mm. Whatever, right? And she realizes that you're not in the level financially to do something, but her overall goal is to be with you. And she pushed all that, that bullshit aside of gender roles and stuff, whatever. You're still going to feel the type of way that you're not going to marry her because you make less money? Nah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, what I mean. that's toxic masculinity and toxic femininity and stuff, whatever, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're in different times and stuff, whatever. You just have to adjust to the times and stuff that you're in. So I yeah. don't see nothing wrong with a woman proposing to a man, but there's women and stuff looking at... I think one woman said, I'm the prize. Am I not the prize? And so I was like, well, this is a lot more y'all than it is of us. <laughs> no, nah, and, and, and truth be told, a lot of men procrastinate, right? And it's sometimes he got... You, you get milk. Yeah, why about account and get the milk for free? It, well, and, and that's the thing, right? And women will be like, nah, it's... it's you want the cow? Put the put the ring on. Put the ring on the cow. Yeah. Then get the cow and the milk, right? And in all fairness, some of them don't be giving out the milk and, and after the, you know, after, 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 after they, they, get, they the get the ring. ring. After they get the mm, 
ring. The the milk the milk ceases. Mm-hmm. The, the milk the milk stops, man. Or like there's like droughts in milk for the develop. Man, listen, if you're in it for the long haul, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who proposes. Facts. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, man. Um, let's get to some let's get to some shits and stuff. Whatever. Let's get um, to some shit. Uh, let's start locally first, whatever, because you know this is like a kind of. I don't want to make it to a year-end wrap-up. I don't like year-end wrap-ups too much, whatever, but we'll just get to some stuff, like some local shit and stuff right. first. So, um, there's tons of tons of murders, tons of shootings within a great Toronto area, the GTA. Yes. And everything and stuff, whatever. Rappers are getting touched. Yes. And there's a young rapper. His name is Bully. Right. With a V. Right. For the folks at home. Um... R.I.P. to him and his folks and pray for his family. R.I.P. to Bully. Thoughts and prayers to his family and thoughts and prayers for me. Yes. I take the thoughts. Not the thoughts, but the you, thoughts. Do you, you take the thoughts? Yeah, I'm single. So, um, his situation and stuff, whatever, for up-and-coming Toronto rapper and stuff to get shot, I guess that was his residence, correct? Yes, I believe so. It had me thinking and stuff and everything a lot like, is it I want to say imagery portraying life or is it just a life and you're trying to get a new image? So like if you bought that life, yeah, you're just trying to, you're just trying to get something and stuff to add on to like that lifestyle and stuff, whatever, compared to like some people, like they say, Tony Yeo said it. Rap is like wrestling. Everything is fake, but it's a good pussy getter and the cash is great. Yeah. So a lot of people and stuff, whatever, you know, this is not the world that they actually from, right? And then I remember I was watching Sopranos. I forget what's, what season it was, but it was a fake rapper. He wanted to get shot like 50 to just portray a life. Yeah. yeah. But some of these guys and stuff, this is, this is their life. And it kind of catches up to them. For me, I think it's a situation where you have art imitating life hmm. life seeing what art is doing and 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 perpetuating that so you you're asking okay what do i mean by that so if you think about if you think about it this way and i know we're talking we're we're saying homegrown but Rap as it is today, and I would say probably for the past, for the probably the past decade or so, mm. was all about the hustle. Mm-hmm. The main guys who were behind it were the hustle guys, street guys. Got a lot of rappers who are coming from the streets and are being introduced to the game. Right? So the rappers aren't the the grind guys. The rappers aren't the grind guys. Or they used to be the grind guys. Okay. But now they're introduced they're introduced into something that's that's different. Okay. Right. So being that they're former grind guys mm. being introduced into something that's different, they're still gonna talk about their grind. Cause that's all they know at the end of the day. That's their world. That's their world, Correct. right? So you have your 50 cents, you have 
Um, they're the top money making rappers. Yeah, they're the top money making rappers. Yeah. Do, do, do portray that lifestyle, sitting at the top. But what's happening? What's happening was sitting at the top allowed them not having to have that do that 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 lifestyle. What they're rapping about. What do you mean? So because they're sitting at the top. They're not living that lifestyle. They don't have to. They're not trapping. They're not in the hood trapping. Right. Right. And this is okay. Go ahead. Finish. Finish what you're saying. They're not. They're not in the hood trapping. Right. Right. But they're still rapping about these things. But why? But they're living a different lifestyle now. And this is the reason why I can gravitate to a Jay Z. Why I can't gravitate to some of them. I'm a Jada Kiss and Styles P head. Yeah. I can probably spit like a Jada Kiss song and stuff whatever before I spit over a Jay Z song. Yeah. But Jada's still talking about those type of things and stuff, whatever. But I'm like, yo, how are you still doing this type of stuff? There's no elevation in your world. Well, you know what? Maybe that's maybe that's where his world caps out at. Maybe, maybe his maybe his level of finance still depends on that some way, somehow, some shape, some form, still tied some, in. some fortune. He's still tied so in. If, so if Jada kids get knocked for some drug charges and stuff, whatever, we just have to understand that because he's still rapping. He, he's basically living on his rap. He, he basically might still be living his rap. And be it, it might be at a different level mm-hmm. than where he started from, mm-hmm. right? He may not be in the streets, but he, he may be tied up with into money, it somewhere, yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah, yeah, somehow, yeah. right? Right. So... You think of a decade of that, right? Mm-hmm. And then you think of those who are coming up watching that happen, right? Watching these guys on TV, in the public spotlight, the jewelry, the cars, this, that, and the third. And you're seeing some of them maybe successful at it, mm. right? Some of them are, are, are doing, a, doing a fair bit more than others, right? Mm-hmm. So then... Hey, either you know, you either got a wicked jump, what's it? You either got a wicked jump shot, or you, you sling crack rock, and that's the biggie line. Oh yeah, yeah. Now what's being added to that mix is, well, you spit rhymes because in the hood, spitting rhymes is not looked at as get a way to get you out the hood. A way to get you out the hood, right? Because this is we've seen a decade of, of it. We've right. seen a decade of these guys who are hood guys, who we know they're not in the hood, but they're rapping like they're still in. They're still they're still talking to me. You understand? Right. So I'm the new guy coming up. I'm the new generation that's coming up. That I'm I'm trapping. I'm rapping. I'm doing all of that. Yeah. You understand? But here's the thing. When I was in my teenage years growing up. The hustles for the drug dealers was uh, barbershops and hair salons. To launder money. To launder their money. Okay. Right? Um, to have something business-wise. Mm-hmm. Those were the things that were running the cut. In this day and age, hip-hop has, hip-hop has I think, taken over for that. So any type of aspect that you could think of in regards to hip hop, like a clothing store, sneakers store, um, uh, uh, some type of service, hip hop music. And it's now being looked at a way to funnel money, right? So now you have all these guys who have shitloads of cash mm. that they can't clean any, you know, through any 
regular means, they got to be creative on how they do it. So what do they do? They're going to do stuff that they grew up in, grow up hearing, and what they know, which is spit lyrics, talk about this, that, and the third. What other job could I possibly do but to become a rapper? So now I can launder all my money. I can right. go in. I can you know buy all this equipment, buy all this studio time, this, that, and the third. Hide this here, hide that there. Meanwhile, I get to floss, I get to rap, I get to represent. But while I'm doing all of that, it's just a side hustle. Drug dealing is still my main thing. So, so okay, in the case like Bully, he's still drug dealing. He was still drug dealing until he died. The case like, I don't, I don't know it personally. Right. I don't know any, any of these guys' situations person right but i'm just i'm just trying to paint the a picture of what what we're seeing today because no i agree with you with the new lane yeah, the new yeah. lane is rap yeah yeah yes yeah, so you don't need to adjust so bu- no so bully situation bully situation is is similar in some ways to a lot of situations that that has been happening with you know previous toronto rappers that would been getting hit up they're not getting hit up over rap beef. They're getting hit up over turf war. Yeah, smoke dog. Right. Again, last year. Yeah. So it's 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 a gang related thing that's now infiltrated the Toronto rap scene. But I think the gang thing is always oh, okay. Toronto rap scene. Yeah. Maybe fresh. Yeah. But the gang related stuff like in the rap world, the music world, has always been there. It's always been there. Suge Knight. It's it's always been there. Suge Knight is a known blood. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's it's always been there, but where where it differs in the states is and in that time is we had so much different varieties of rap music, right? Here in Toronto, no, just in oh, general. Okay. When we when you say Suge Knight and stuff like yeah. that, in that time we had we still had variety of rap music. You don't think we have variety now? Not as not as much. Think of all the mainstream rappers. What are they all? To? They're all talking about the same thing. They're all rapping about the same thing. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you consider like that part is subjective? And stuff other too. than other than other than J Cole, J Cole, and J then, Cole and Kendrick is in one lane. J Cole, Kendrick, they're and, in one lane. Drake has his own lane, right? right? Okay. Um, I guess J will be considered in another lane because he's like for the older contemporary right type of thing. Because when, right. when you get elevated and shit, you become a contemporary and stuff, whatever, right? Then you have like I guess somebody like the baby and stuff, whatever. That's in that kind of lane and stuff, whatever. I guess when you pop smoke is like gangster rap, like consider that gangster rap and stuff like that, yeah. whatever. With a little suspect, a little dance every now and then on the YouTube commercial. But those are different lanes and different venues and stuff like whatever. And there was still a variety like that back then. Yeah. It may not be as vast and in depth as like how many rappers are saturating the lane because my personal opinion. Humans, human beings and stuff, whatever, they're more simpler than they are now than they were back then. Because I want to yeah. say everybody's more concerned about being an innovator, a pioneer, or brand new back then. Yeah. Now, everybody's just trying to everybody's jump on a wave. Co- everybody's just copying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they're copying a yeah. wave and just, yeah. and just getting on that, yeah. that formula. Yeah. So, I don't think it's, it's going to be like, that's why it's going to be monotonous and stuff like that, whatever, with like the thing and stuff like that. How many... Ask yourself, how many like Instagram type things? Okay, you have Facebook. First of all, shout out to Mark Zuckerberg. You don't need no shout out because your money rich enough. But Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram. 
those are Facebook companies. Right. Right? Mark right. Zuckerberg. Yeah. How many other companies and stuff, whatever, have come up to compete? Periscope was one. Snapchat was another. Vine for a minute. And like, this is like within a decade and stuff, whatever. You can't, you can't name 10. No, no. Because everybody's just jumping on a wave. And right. it has to be probably something similar. That's what I'm saying. The innovators and stuff aren't there. So now when you're going back to the music and stuff like whatever, right. why are you going to go create something or stand out and stuff? Whatever? You're like, well, you stand out, you might make suck. But you know Migos and everything are like this. You're going to get on your trippy rap. Mm. Hina, 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 what up? Walk it, like that, talk it. Huh? How about, how about, walk it. It is, and as long as the industry perpetuates that wave, that you can ride it as as long as you possibly can. Right. This is the, the, and that's part and parcel of the problem is that the the gatekeepers are keeping a certain type of sound constant by not playing anything different or not giving you anything variety. I don't. I disagree. You disagree? Old Town Road. Old Town Road ain't nothing like that other shit. The formula is still the same. It may, it may, it may not be, it may not be 100% like it, mm. but it's still got your, it's still got the 808, still got the trap drums. Cause that's still part of rap though. But this is, but this is what I'm saying. Certain type of, certain type of formulas, yeah. they're not going to let, they're not going to let go. So old time roll can, old time roll can slide in using the formula. Right. But it's still, it's still the same formula, right? Take away that formula. That's not rap no more though. If you take away the formula, it's not. No, you 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 can't say that because that wasn't always rap to begin with. It it got to that point, it evolved to that, right? Okay. Rap was something different, right? So you can't say it's not rap if you don't have that element. Once this wave dies down, and the new new wave comes in, mm. that will be rap, right? And then we won't be saying eight oh eight, this that, and the third no more. It'll be that that will be that wave will be done with. But right now, trap has been how long has trap that been that sound? Trap has been that sound for over the decade. Two thousand three. Pretty yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so if you if you think about that in that perspective, mm. right? Most trap most trap records is 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 gonna be uh, booty, drugs, or or dealing or gang Money. related, yeah. right? Money. So. You have that. You have that. Listening to over a set, a set a decade, you have kids coming in who can do that because that's not hard to make. Right. And I mean, it's bubblegum, right? Then you throw in the the advent of auto tune mm-hmm. in there. So now you don't even have to sound pitch perfect when you do it. The computer's gonna do all the work, right? right? So now Tom, Dick, and Harry can be a rapper. So this is what it is. We're not seeing people who are rapping for the fact that they grew up with the passion of rapping. No, we're seeing gang members, gang guys who can do the ABC stuff. Yeah. Right? Who can who have the money to put the ABC stuff together, right? And that's now the side gig. So now my okay, now I'm playing devil's advocate now. So I'm a cock don't wanna be racist. I'm a non-black person. Right. Right. And I say, I don't listen to rap because rap is all about gangster shit. I'm not lying. Because you just, what you just said is basically just the gangsters and stuff that are trying to find a way to make some change. Yeah, but, they're, but they're, they're not listening for that element. So that's a, okay, so that's a part of the argument that I was having with this other, other gentleman, right? Because he was trying to say, 
it's the music. It's it's the music the, that's leading the way, right? It's it's dictating life, right? And I'm saying I'm telling them no because you have suburban white kids who are listening to the same music mm-hmm. and not going outside and shooting other white kids or other gang members. So it's that's not it's not the music. They're enjoying the music just as much as anybody else. I, to an extent, depend on the person, depending on the person and stuff for there, because. You know for a fact and stuff, whatever. If like you go in a bumfuck Iowa, yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, probably far as fuck from a blood or a crip and everything like that. Whatever, they have some Snoop shit and stuff like that, whatever. Yeah, it depends. Music hits. It said when when music hits the brain, you, you feel no pain. Right. Sometimes yo, some people. I told I told this girl the day. I'm like, some people listen to music and some people. Feel of music. course, of course, one hundred percent. Feel the music and stuff, whatever. Yeah, you might fuck around, feel like you gangster. So now, little Becky told Annie, Annie told Jimmy, and now they all know the skinny and stuff. And then they're all in the suburbs, way out there, yeah. driving in their cars that their parents bought them. Yes. Dog life, baby, with the West Side and stuff. Yes. And they're like, yo, you're in Iowa. Your parents, no one you know has been in this thing and stuff. And they're like, yo, Pac feels me. But they're, okay, but they're gonna act it to a certain. They're gonna act it to a certain extent. Right? Shit, okay. Some of them might live that shit to the full extent. Continue. Some of them, but it was a good, it, uh, compared to those who are actually living it day by day inside the hood, what yeah. the rap is actually imitating, yeah. these guys are just imitating what the rap is doing. The Absolutely. rap is imitating the hood. Absolutely. These guys are imitating the rap. Right. They're going to stop at the point where if you need to pop, pop a motherfucker. They're stopping at that point. They're rapping the lyrics. They're not going to leave their good home in Iowa to go, you know what I mean? Unless they just unless it's Todd and Todd's off the rockers, so Todd is probably just one one school uh, loose from going and just shooting up a whole damn school, right? Right. So that that that's something just totally separate from the idea of music setting that pace. Right. But when I'm talking to to my boy and I'm saying with the suburban kids, mm-hmm. what's the difference? Well, the difference is if they're not caught up in gang-related stuff. They're not caught up in crime-infested neighborhoods. They're not living the life or they're not a part of the life what rap is talking about. I agree with you on that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, It's only a matter of time because will you... Okay, if we're using Toronto as an aspect, somebody told me, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not, I claim like I know everything. Everybody used to be in the hood. The, the hoods of Toronto, Wilner, Jana Finch, the East End, the dominant places and stuff like that, whatever. And then when their peoples and stuff, their families got a little change or said they want to do a little better, they move out to like the suburbs, to like the Bramptons, the Mississaugas, yeah. go out to like the Pickerings, the Ajax. I think like that's, the, I think that's they, like... They scatter. I think that's like all places come right, from the hood. Yeah. Hear me out. So when they do all this type of stuff and everything like that, whatever, you have the person who grew up in those hoods. Right. Right? They move into the suburbs to somebody who was just listening to this shit and trying to just live a life. Yes. Whatever, right? They're just enjoying it for what it is. Yes. And now they see, like, you're the thugger and I'm the basic Betty and stuff, whatever, that just listen to the music and everything. Like, you come in my neck of the woods now. You're living there. And I'm seeing this shit like, yo, this is just like that track I heard. I'm seeing you and I'm like, this shit is 130% real. I need to either turn up my gangster or turn down my shit when I come to, I step to a real nigga. Yeah. So now when I, if I see you and stuff, whatever, you're like, what up? You know, and everything, I'm like, 
It's a, a sink or swim right there. It's like, yes. how's it going? <laughs> you know? Either I approach you like that, or I'll be like, yo, what up? Be like, what up, fam? You good? Oh, shit, this is my hood. Welcome to the hood and everything. Baby, welcome to the party. And then, and then that's what I'm saying. So now, me now, my fake shit is now trying to turn in my fake shit into some real shit because now I see you in action. You don't even fuck with me. Yeah, You yeah. don't rock with me. Yeah, yeah. But because I see this now, I'm now extra hyped and jazzed because I was seeing this all on the net and that was live and direct. Right. Now, so now now I'm getting hyped up and boosted up and everything, like whatever. So if it is some shit to pop off, say I do turn up my gangster and it is some shit where like you might be slapping around or you might rob a, a, a friend of mine who always buys his juice box and everything. Yeah. Now I got you, fall back. Ain't nobody gonna do that to you in my neck of the woods. You know what I'm saying? And, you're looking, and then I step to you kind of tough. You might only have one gun. My parents had the money for a damn arsenal. And now we just took your old Toronto lifestyle and brought war to Mississauga. But what you're describing yeah. is 30%. The other 60%... That's a high percentage, though, fam. The other 60% is turning down. It's turning down? It's turning you think down. so? You think it's that? The, okay. other, the other 60% is turning down, man. They're, they're living life through vicariously through music. And once... It's just like... It's, it's, it's like the person who identifies with with black people. Okay. Right? And as soon as about to, some shit about to go down and black people about to get in trouble, mm-hmm. they, all of a sudden, they bone straight white and don't know nothing about black people again. Yeah. Similar. You're listening to the music, you're getting into the character. But then you have, you have a percentage of the stuff that do rock with it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. So you have the 30. You have the 30. I think, that I think that's if you can say thirty, I might say I might say half and half. The reason why I say half, 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 half because I feel like even if you, take away rap, Ariana yeah. Grande, whatever, right? She right. pop. Yeah, Ariana Grande has a song like "I'm Bored," "Break Up with Your Girlfriend." Yes, and everything. And these these suburban chicks and stuff like that, whatever. They think yes. this is a cool thing. Yes, I can take like I'm some I'm I'm Chanel, and I'm gonna go take Tyler, football captain, away from this girl. And then tell him to break up with his girlfriend. I get that, but you're talking about you're, you're talking about something that would be considered a universal problem amongst amongst girls People. around the world. Because girls around the world will experience a breakup, right? right? Not everybody around the world is going to experience gangster violence. No, but remember, you have one percenters, and then what's the other percentage after the one percenters? If the one percenters are the billionaires, yeah. the, the well-off people, the wealthy people and stuff, let's give them 10. Okay. Let's give them 10. Okay. You still have 89% that's still damn near pro or, or ghetto or hood. Yes. That's still a lot. <laughs> what is you saying? But they're not, they're not in the hoods killing each no, other. No, they're not in the no, hoods killing what each other. Saying? Not every hood no, is killing it's, each it's, other. You're going to have pockets. You're going to have pockets of violence that surrounds poor neighborhoods. You, I mean, you're, you're going to have hundreds of poor neighborhoods. Absolutely. Right? Not all of these poor neighborhoods are going to be plagued, plagued with violence to the extent where gang members are killing gang members. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have different levels of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, what we're talking now is. That section, that particular section, mm. right? Who have now f- fall under the, the shield of hip hop because they've decided they're no longer going to be uh, salon and barbershop owners. Right. They're going to be 
rap label record. Right, producers. you said that. Yeah, this so is this for, is new shit. This is the this is the new shit, right? So when we see them pop up on the news, right, being murdered, we can't we can't automatically associate that with rap music. We gotta we, we gotta be able to say now. It's yeah, just, but you're part of that world. I'm not part of that world. If I'm suburban Joe, who yes. and that sixty percent that you claim, you right. put me in that sixty percent and everything. Right. Right. I don't know that world. I'm to take whatever the media is giving me. If I'm turning on my ten o'clock news and I'm seeing this shit and they're portraying this dead rapper and stuff and whatever, yeah. I don't care about that world. I care about do I drive in that area or do I buy groceries in that area and stuff whatever, and do I have to watch my back when I'm in that area? So and, I don't. That's my thing. And that and that. Is is one of the things that I said was part and parcel of the problem of just the Canadian rap scene mm-hmm. because there's there's not enough rappers in the Canadian rap scene who are not doing that who are getting the just deserves getting the shine and, and getting so forth mm-hmm. where it's where people who are on the everyday level looking in, mm-hmm. not knowing what we know, right? Right. Looking from the outside can say, right. oh, well, that's just a small portion. Facts. Right? Right. There's, I know this rapper, I know this side, and I know they're not involved in any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That their music doesn't scream to that sort of stuff. Because we never hear about that. We never hear about that. We hear, we only hear about these guys. Right? right. So then that that's... That's why somebody from the outside can look at it and say, well, I'm not driving in that hood. Everyone, for every one bad egg, there could be three good eggs Absolutely. in that same hood. Yeah, but human nature and stuff, whatever. You're always going to focus on the bad before you You're focus, gonna focus on, the on the bad before you focus and, on the and good. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like That's my thing and stuff, whatever, is that... like I don't want to spend all day on this, whatever, but my thing and stuff is that, yes... What you're saying and stuff is absolutely valid, Yeah. but the, the messed up thing and stuff, whatever, is that if... I'm not from that world and all I'm getting is bad from that world. How do you expect me to find a good when I don't know nothing about that world, but anything that leaks out from that world is the bad? Oh, you're not expected to find anything good about that world. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. They're not pushing anything that's good my about thing, that world. Like, like, even like if you, like, was it? Somebody's telling me stuff like Hell's Angels and shit. They do like some shit where the... Um, they give like knapsacks and school supplies and all that type of shit, whatever. Yes. I'm not from that world. I know nothing about that world. Yes. But when I get fed the bad and everything like that, whatever, I still know Hell's Angels will fuck a person up. Oh yeah. On a job of a hat. Yeah. And they roll together and they, you know, they, they have their bars and their establishment. They have organized crime, drugs and all, prostitution, all that type of shit in there, whatever, compared to the little knapsack thing. This is a knapsack. Hypothetically, we really know nothing about the Hell's Angels. I don't we're know. Just, we're uh, just, yeah, just yeah, shoot yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, shoot yeah, some yeah. shit. And then you have this damn big ass thing of what the media stuff has been given about them. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like from right there, whatever, even if you flip the Hell's Angels and stuff and turn it to like gangster rap and all the above and like the good or the one good ones that might come out and stuff and everything. When you hear Compton before, you hear Compton, Tangent Lamar would never run across your mind. No. No. NWA game straight out of Compton, bomb bomb gang gang, and then you hear like Nobel what was it was it is it Nobel Pete no Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize winner yes Kendrick Lamar and stuff whatever no one would ever think a Pulitzer Prize winner would come out of Compton no one would ever think Serena and Vin, uh, Venus Williams would be coming out of Compton right and that, that's what I'm saying this is what I'm saying when you're not from that world yeah. you're gonna focus on that bad before you try to hunt for the good. And you just want to make sure your world don't collide with that bad world. 
Yeah. It's the same thing like with the, if I'm like, if somebody tell me, oh, they're going to go to the Middle East and stuff, whatever. Not everyone in the Middle East and stuff is terrorist run. I know that. Yeah. But somebody in civil automatically like, Taliban, bitch. They blow shit up over there, Bobo. You know what I'm saying? You sure you want to go there? And I'm like, yo, that's just one part and stuff for the, out of the thing. They're like, I don't know, though. You know, they good all hands up. I don't know, though. That's all you, though. Go ahead. Take your bulletproof vest with you on your trip. All right. We'll miss you. R.I.P. So, that's it. But, I mean, on a real, it's, listen, man, it's, it's just go out there and get money <laughs> and forget about all the killing. No, get your get your money. Get, get your, your money, get, man. It's, it's, get it's, your coins. It's, listen, we all know the, the it's facts. It's the truth of the world is money makes it go around. Facts. You can't do anything in this world without it. So you gotta go out there and get your coins. The killing over everything else, I don't think that's necessary. You gotta be able to find another way to do it. Somehow, some way. All right. Um, let's do some. Let's touch some some quick year shit. Whatever. Um. Well, the biggest scandals that stood out to you this year? Biggest scandals, biggest headlines stood out to you this year? Um, well, I'm going to have to go with Colin Kaepernick, who was, was one for, uh, for the decade. That for whole... the decade or year? Oh, for the year? The year. Oh, for, we doing years first? We're doing a year first. I'd have to go with the impeachment. The impeachment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, soft things. I don't know. Soft Why? things? Why? Because he's only the third president in history, right? Um, leading up to the impeachment, there's a lot of things that were supposed to happen that didn't happen, which what, led him not getting removed. Yeah, which 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 led to a lot of people thinking that the impeachment probably wouldn't happen. Um, and just, just, just Donald himself, just the, him, the figure, being defiant, even, I think, I think, even in the situation where you know your your ass is just wrong. I mean, I don't rock with Donald Trump, whatever, but you gotta give credit credits due. The shit he does and stuff is fucking amazing. The most dumbest things he say, the most absolute absurd shit, but he can still say, "I'm still president." <laughs> so. At the end of the day, so, uh, he's still president. He's still president. So yeah. Um, for me, I'm on the fence between for this year, mm-hmm. the whole school scam thing with Aunt Becky mm-hmm. from Full House, yeah, and Storm Area Fifty One. Those two things and stuff for the funniest and things that kind of stuck out to me. Stuff. I'm on the fence. I want to give Aunt Becky more of a push because I I was saying stuff like that sparked more of a conversation with a lot of people. That I that I thought because yeah. some people are like it's not fair, it's unethically not right. But I'm like, if you had money though, you know your kid was cooking for cocoa puffs. Like they didn't have the the know how to do and get to these prestigious places. But you know that graduation, that that degree from that school yeah. can go take them oh so far. Take them so far. The fuck, and mm-hmm. you got the money to spend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, You're not going to do it? I might do it. So that's what I'm saying. Like that right there, it created like a nice little thing and stuff, whatever. Storm Area 51, because your dumb ass said you wanted to go. I wanted to go. And there was tons of people and stuff, whatever. It's like... They wanted to go too. No, not only they wanted to go, but people were saying like, why do we think of this before? And I was like, <laughs> Area 51 has been around for like eons, right? They're like, 
Why do you wait till technology got super high advanced where before, it's easy for them to stop you now? You get, yeah, 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 yeah. Before, so I was like, I was like, oh shit. I was like, you know. No, I, th- I think it's because now more people are awake to the bullshit. More awake to the bull. Awake to the bullshit. What do you mean? That you know, what I mean, a lot of stuff where you think couldn't happen or weren't possible to happen, you mm. realize. Okay, yeah, it could possibly happen and probably did happen. Oh, more aware. Yeah. Oh, okay, got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? And it's it's so I think that's part and parcel of why we see it like so much of a turn up now. Yeah. Because back in the day, if you stormed Area, you know, you told people you're gonna storm Area 51 because mm-hmm. you're gonna find the, the 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 aliens there, they're gonna look at you like you're nuts. Absolutely. But now they're looking at you like, well, the aliens could probably be there. Or they could be somewhere else at some other bases. They're not even yeah, questioning yeah. the fact that, you know what I mean? There's an alien or not. Mm-hmm. It's whether they're there or somewhere else now. That That's the type of thought that we have in this day and age. I thought, you know, funny, funny thing too, for you, I thought the thing would have been um, the, the the black pageant winners. I thought that would have been the bigger the black, thing for you. For, for this year? For you. I thought that would have been the thing that stood out the most to you, whatever, because... When you're looking at all the black pageant thing and stuff, and when you brought it up and everything, I had a few people and stuff that contacted me. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this winner's going to be black too. They're trying to distract us. Stay woke. <laughs> Niggas sleeping. So I was like, I was like, oh, word. I'm like, yeah. And I got a few DMs and stuff with everybody. And I got, yeah. I got, I got yeah. a few, like, when I, if I see some people and stuff, they're like, yo. Yeah. So black pageant winner again, baby. Mm. Something's up, mm. and I was like, "They're like, mm. yo, your boy's right." And I was mm. like, "Man, that's, that's you know, I'm one of the assholes. I'm just happy to be here on the podium, but yeah, that's all on you." So that's why I thought it would have stood out to you. So okay, for the decade, for the decade, decade you're saying Colin Kaepernick. Um, so we said we uh, a few things we said three. What for the um? Well, we'll no, pick, like we'll scandal, so scandal, scandal, or, or he- biggest headline to you um, for the decade. I want to say Obama for the decade. Why Obama? He was elected and stuff in before the decade. And he, but he, uh, how many years of his eight was in the decade? Six. Six out of four ain't bad. Six out of four. Yeah, hey, well, the, the the decade is ten years. Yeah. Six out of six. Okay. Six. six Six, you know, I mean, sorry, six out of ten ain't bad. No, of, these, say, boy, you're doing math yeah, right I'm now. Doing, do, do, yeah. not, not doing math, I'm doing you're math. You're doing math, not math, yeah. But you mean the four years he wasn't in the, the decade, or, or wasn't in the presidency, he still made a name for himself. So, yeah, I would say, I would say Obama, man. Yeah, I would, I would say Obama. He, he made a lot of things seem possible, not to say that they weren't possible before. I, hmm. Biggest headline for the decade to me, uh, I think the um, the rise of the uh, Black Lives Matter thing. For me. For you? The reason why I say that and stuff is because it's not like Black Lives didn't matter before, and it's not like all matter, all lives didn't matter and everything like whatever, but it took, I want to say, if black people and stuff in America we went from it went from whites to coloreds to like you know whites only blacks only to the point where 
they have a vote, they can do some things, they, you know, and they're trying to come up and everything to, you got to a point where you're having black millionaires and black billionaires and everything. Yeah. To finally, they decide to make it, sometimes you got to take tragedy to turn it to triumph. Mm. So for after the Mike Brown thing and these things start coming alive and everything, these things are here. Do I fully agree with them and stuff, whatever? Fuck no. But I like the, I like the initiative yeah. and I like the thought behind it and stuff and everything. So that has been like the, head, the headline and stuff with it because there's no space, shape, or form. You can't go anywhere on a planet now and not drop that three words and then people know, have an idea of what it is. You can go in friggin' Denmark and say Black Lives Matter. They'd be like, may not matter too much here, but you got some black people here, but I understand. understand, yeah. What would you consider to be the bigger of the two movements? That happened this decade. Black Lives Matter or Me Too or Me Too. Somebody asked me that question and shit the other day too, and um, I'm gonna say the Me Too. The reason why with the Me Too is because, my opinion, you have more people with. I want to say more people behind that world, right? With the finance, compared to like the Black Lives Matter, the people and stuff, whatever. Like I want to say, you might have a few people like. Dish out ends, yeah. might pay for a few court cases or something like that, and everything. That's that's like random, random moments and stuff, or random things that might move certain individuals, right? And everything like that, whatever, right? Like Jay's not fitting the full bill for all Black Lives Matter. He's not. He's not funding a division of Black Lives Matter and stuff, or wherever he may be. But like when it came to like the cops dealing with that family with the whole dollar store thing and the doll for the kid yeah. and how they pulled the guns and pulled out the pregnant mom and everything like whatever. Yeah. He took his money and dealt with that case. Right. When when it came to like that world, they came out in a collective. The ducats and stuff was real. Remember, I think like was it a Grammy or something like that? Yeah. They were wearing like I think white roses or something like that to signify. I think I think it was the Grammys or the Emmys or something like that. Whatever. They were all wearing that and the people and stuff behind it. They're the one percenters. Yeah. And they have the they have the money and stuff for them. So that's why this thing is still going, baby. So that's why I think they have the bigger movement. So that's my opinion. Which one do you think uh Oprah sides with more? The Me Too. Mm. The Me Too. Oprah and Rara Black people. Last time you see Oprah on, on BT. I was about to say was last time you seen over with black people I was gonna say the color purple. Nah man. Her and Gail are like this, baby. Gail's like, black? Yeah, Gail black, man. <laughs> don't don't let that Miami Mexican tan fool you, man. She up there and stuff, she black. But yeah, like I, I feel like that's where Oprah and stuff for her allegiance and stuff will lie. I mean the what is it, the the Neverland thing? Yeah. The Russell Simmons thing dropping. Yeah. Oh, Oprah's about that me too, boo. She she about that me too shit. I heard there's a, a lawyer by the name of Chris Brown that's going around and he's trying to put the shackles on Black Hollywood with the whole Me Too movement too. I heard briefly about it. Elaborate for me. Um, well, I know I heard him coming after Damon Dash with some with uh, claims from one woman and then there was another person I don't know what the other person's name is can't remember right now but apparently he's uh he's he's in there working and uh trying to weed out all the uh, the other uh, black people they consider to 
the offenders yeah. of the Me Too movement. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see what. Well, that's we'll what I'm saying. Is. Me Too. Me Too is gonna be stronger than the black, right? That's that's a given. But like I said, the, the come alive thing. Um. So for this decade, who are your winners? Give me three winners of this decade for you. Uh, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. He did some stuff early Cause, before, because his first Olympics was in two thousand and four. Yeah. No, no, sorry, two thousand and. Was it? Isn't it two thousand and eight? Two thousand and eight. That's when he dominated and stuff, whatever, and that's when he broke most of the records. And the other ones just kind of just fell in the suit. Okay. Yeah, but to be able to do that two times after, within that next decade, for twelve and. Then, Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a that's a feat, man. You know what I mean? To be to be that fast for that long and be that dominant. Okay. I would have him there. Um, I'm gonna back up, Baba. Put a mom in there as well. All right. And Drake. Okay. So we okay. Why Drake? I said Drake too, but I want to hear why. Um. Drake, not only for being dominant within the music scene, mm-hmm. but also transcending the music scene. He's changed the way how we uh, we listen to pop, hip hop, and R and B. He's blurred the lines of pop, hip hop, and R and B. And he's helped shape a whole new genre of music. And all while just just doing this as a considering considered a whim, you know what I mean? If you if you really think about it. Here's a guy that grew up, you know, doing acting pretty much all his his life till he got to a certain point and figured, hey, I don't wanna act no more. I'm gonna go into music. music, right? And it's not to say that he was a megastar actor. No, he was just the actor, right? But he's become a megastar musician, musician, right? Artist, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's a feat in itself. If you, you know, you you would th- look at it the other way around. You know what I mean? You would think if he maybe if he was like a popular actor. Mm-hmm. Then he's came come into this world. Then almost you wouldn't expect him to achieve the same type of success, but you would expect him it's to be rare. good. Definitely yeah. rare. Yeah, but you expect him to be well off, being that he's coming from a world that he was already good dominant. in already, right? right? But to to be coming from a world <clears throat> that you're not dominant in, right? And then just totally dominate and dominate for a decade, over a decade. Hmm. I can agree. Um, I say Drake. Jake would be my number three on the list. Uh, same reasons. I think the only difference is stuff, difference is stuff that are between ours. Drake made it acceptable or digestible to a good portion of people. Yeah. It's okay to rock with the loser. The reason why I say it is because it's Pusha T. Mm. With Pusha T's thing and stuff like that, whatever, that's one part. And then with the whole Meek Mills thing, how they kind of squashed it within like, it's not even like a five-year gap went between like their beef. Right. He made it digestible and stuff. Be like, yo, you lose, it's okay. Yeah. This yeah. is just it is what it is. Yeah. Pusha T's thing, 
he knew he lost. Yeah. And everything. And then he's just like, I just don't like the guy and everything. And just, everybody just, I never really thought people really rock with losers and stuff like that so much, whatever. Because I want to say, I come from a world where like, like what Nelly's saying, I am number one, two is not a win, and three, nobody remembers. Right. So like, if you're not number one, or Ricky Bobby, you're not first, you're last, baby. And he made it digestible for the people and stuff like that. The Vegas residency, the touring, all that type of stuff for the hand clap. Salute. That's great shit. Um, my number two, Teflon Donald J. Trump. The reason why... I was, I was going to say Donald. I know Donald is in your list you somewhere. Know, you know, come know on, Donald's man. Teflon Don, baby. Mm-hmm. All the bullshit he does and everything, and he's still sitting. He's still sitting. I want to say that Apprentice Wave and stuff just died on the beginning of the decade. Right. And for another, I want to say, non-politician to do this shit and stuff, whatever. You don't see how these motherfuckers getting motivated? The Rock wants to campaign. Kanye wants to campaign. They're like, if Trump can do it, so can they do it and stuff, whatever, right? Like I said, the bullshit he says and he does and everything like that, whatever, it's unfathomable. Like, how some toxic... Adam. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Number one on my list... It's not one person, it's a group. <clears throat> the Kardashians, folks. The Kardashians? Kardashians, man. If your name start with a friggin' K in that world, you've lived like a Caesar on this decade. That show's been running how many friggin' seasons? Yeah. This bitch is trying to catch up with the Simpsons, okay? <laughs> Their season's playing catch up with the Simpsons. With the Simpsons. They're almost there. Wow. One. Two. Fucking every chick that gets plastic surgery wants, wants to look like, like a Kardashian. Kardashian. Three, they boosted black stock. They made it seem like they, they made that 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 rich chick and stuff whatever. Like, hey, 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 it's okay to date a black man because the Kardashians are doing it. I wonder how much stock they raised in interracial porn. No, nah, it was already there. He was always there. Was always you don't there. think there would you don't think there would have been a bump with, with the Kardashians being so attracted to black men and, mm-hmm. and and women having the curiosity and not having none of their own, just jump the pornhole real quick and go into interracial. Mm, nah, the, re- the, re- the reason why I say that and stuff like that because that once you go black, you never go back. Thing yeah. has always been there before them. Right. So now, after, I guess, like, you know, they seen Ray J or some shit like that, DeRay and Kim and stuff, whatever. Yeah. They probably just look like, hmm, I guess I gotta try these black guys out for myself. Okay. Okay. So I don't, I don't think it really went past that, whatever, because right now, it takes a real type of person to kind of mention the stuff like the Kardashians and stuff, whatever, and say, like, yo, they all started from a fucking sex tape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the mom pimped them hard and stuff, whatever, right? And I was like, I ain't got no problems with saying they started from a sex. Yeah, yeah but some, some like That's some where they started. Started, started from the bottom. Started from the bottom. She was the bottom. She was the, the bottom. But I think my my like I want to say I don't really have a beef. I think the, my issue and stuff, whatever, is with I I want to blame. I want to blame more Kim, but I want to blame Kanye too. Because when your husband and wife you're together, right? Yeah, and. How would you feel if your woman posted like posed on Instagram the way how Kim do, does? I think she had a photo one time. She had the titty out. That time she naked. Like all in this decade and all this type of. How would you feel? I would feel a way. Right, because I'm like I, the only time I think a man is not feeling the type of way if he you know has a nice shiny chalice yeah. and has some glasses and yeah. his shit says pimp. That's the only way you feel comfortable with stuff that are putting your main chick out there to the world like this. 
Unless your main chick is like a goddess and, you know, she, there's no other chance in the world for anybody else. Those to, are my titties. Those are your titties? My titties. Yeah, but you, have, but you can say that sipping from your chalice, looking at all the other guys, drool running, and you look at uh, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're, you're looking at mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. You remember Kanye had a concert and stuff like that? He had to stop the show and go save her? And everything is done because she was tied up in a damn Paris hotel. You remember that? There wasn't going to be his titties nowhere. They lucky they stopped at that. Listen, and that's man. what I'm saying. Listen, I still say that was a setup. Okay, hashtag Illuminati. You yes. can say what you want. Mm. But as I'm saying, like, they wanted I, those jewels bad and they didn't want to pay for them. Like, I don't know. Do you, do you celebrate her or hate her for the photos? Like, every time when I see the photos, I feel a type of way. Because... I don't think you can feel a type of way though, because that's the that's the world she was coming from. Well, what? That's the sex tape world. That's the saying? whole that that's the whole thing she embodies. She embodies her her freedom as a woman to do what she wants to do. Her and that's sexuality. What that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm always on the fence when it comes to Kim K and those po- and those photos. Yeah. Because here's my thing. I was just talking to a woman the other day, right? And I was talking to her, and I said, I called it beautiful. Right. Right? Yeah. This particular woman feels like, I don't know. To me, I felt like she took my words and just like, it was like air touching her skin. Like, it did nothing. Whatever. I'm like, I just gave you a compliment to let you know, you know, you're not pretty. You're beyond that. Yes. Whatever. In my world, I find you very attractive and you're beautiful. Okay. And everything. And certain women, they struggle to get a compliment or wording like that. Right, right. Right? Because so many women, women body shame themselves like often. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I seen a Dove commercial and stuff, whatever. It, ha- it moved me, whatever. It got emotional. They had two lines to go in the building. They had the beautiful line. Yeah. Different women. Beautiful line and women, an average woman. And there's beautiful women walking in the average woman line. And then when they walked in, they seen a Dove Crammer crew, like, why'd you walk in through there? You're gorgeous. You could be a runway mom. I, said, I don't feel that pretty. Women struggle with that. And with Kim K, she embodies and stuff like, yo, this is what it is. This is my view. So I'm like, you have so many that are, you know, self-hating. Yeah. And then you have a person that's kind of congratulating and stuff with everything about what they are and X, Y, and Z and all the above. Right, right. And that's, that's, why, that's why I'm like, I'm a fan. But then... You're a mom too. See, you're, but, you're, 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 see, you're a wife. That's where you. How do you? How do you draw the line? Right. See, that's why I said I'm on the fence you draw with the it. Line. Well, how do you draw the line, and where the where do you draw the line? It's funny because, and I think this is this is the part of the new age woman, the modern woman. Okay. Whereas before. You were looked at and you were thought of to, you know, have your career first, mm-hmm. right? Then settle down and have a family, mm-hmm. right? Now it's have your career, have your family while you have your career, juggle both, right? Mm-hmm. If, that, if this was Kim and this was back in the day. That wouldn't work. She would have did. She would have did all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Had a career, right? Stopped that with her career, and then have her family. And then we wouldn't be we wouldn't be talking about this because she would be doing these sort of stuff while she no no she's just a family woman, right? But the fact that she's juggling both, 
is where we is where the problem lies. Because in one situation, your job calls for you to be a sex a sexy, confident, mind forward woman, mm-hmm. right? In another situation, it calls for you to be a wholesome mom and a good wife. Right. Two things that traditionally don't blend together. Mm-hmm. So now this is what we're seeing. Well, this mean, is what people are hit, this, this hit, is hit, kicking norm. out against. Right. This but is, it's, this is the new norm. This is the new norm, which is fair. And I, like I said, I understand that, what you were saying and stuff like that. Because I was, I was saying the same thing. I was like... I guess this is the new wave and stuff like that to come up and everything like that. But then certain things and stuff kind of clash with it because I want to say the ideology, like the same thing what you were saying, the ideology and stuff is still there. Are you a mom or are you for you? Like, are you thinking of family or are you think of self? Because at the end of the day, when these kids come up and everything like yeah. that, whatever, they have to feel the grunts. Like T.I. with the whole, the whole hymen check shit, whatever, you know what I'm saying? His right. daughter got to deal with that That's feedback right. and stuff. For that. He That's said right. his piece and stuff. For that. It's done. But his daughter got to deal with that. And that shit might have a residual effect for a bit. But I think, I think stars have struggled with that for, for quite some time. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, we, how do you draw that line? Because like, even if you're an actor, mm-hmm. you got to act a certain way. Because you're, 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 the role calls for you to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. That way where you act or that, 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 that scene that you're doing or that, that acting that you're portraying may not drive with the morals of today's society. Fact. And while it doesn't drive for the morals of today's society, even though you're acting, mm-hmm. if you have young kids, they, they might not necessarily be able to be, to be able to differentiate your acting from what real life is. Right, right? but I think that's, so, a, I mean, that's, you, that's you a parental try, aspect, yeah, though. You try to shield them as, as much as you can by having them not, you know, not watch what your, your body of work is, if it's of that aspect, right? But there's only so much shielding that you can do. Pretty much. But right? see, and see, my thing is, that was a, is a, even a parental aspect, like even if you're the celebrity and everything like that, and I'm not, and my kid is the absorb that world and stuff and everything. I think we've come apart and stuff, whatever, or we've come in the collective to realize what we see in movies or TV is not real. Right. But she is a quote-unquote reality star. Yes. So hence, that's real as it supposed, supposedly gets. Yes. We know it ain't real yes. scripted, yes. Yes. but it's supposed to be as real as it gets. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's not like if you're playing a role and then it's all said and done. You can play a role and stuff as a gay crackhead. Right? Yeah. But then when you're done the movie and stuff, whatever, compared to like the other movies you've probably been in, they weren't the same. Hmm. They didn't tight cast you and stuff into that hope. Hope. They didn't tight cast you and stuff like that in that kind of realm. So we just know that was a straight fictional part and call it a day. But she's a reality star. And then that's what that type of dance likes. Okay. Okay. Let's not even see big star stuff. Let's say you're a regular. You always wanted to dance. You're a stripper, you know? You 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 shiny smooth, you know what I'm saying? You are, you 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 doing the thing. You want you doing your pole work and stuff, whatever. You know, you're like ladies, put your meat hooks together for welcome to the bar. Right, you know, you go up there and stuff, whatever. Rip off your little tearaway pass, or you know, and just going at it, whatever. You out there dancing and shit, whatever. Women throwing you duckets of dollars. You know, they got they, they got you got so much money on the stage, whatever. They got to get a push broom to carry your money out of stuff with you. The next day, 
the next day you go to the grocery store and you with your son at the grocery store and some woman walk up to you and stuff like, hey, why don't you go dance by the fruits and start throwing you some money and stuff, whatever. What are you going to say that? You're like, hey, that was just a part of me. I mean, my parental aspect and stuff now, they're like, nah, bitch, you're a stripper reality. <laughs> so you're a stripper all the damn time. I'm off the clock, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm when the, are they going to know I'm when you're off, off the clock? I'm off the clock. You think they're going to care? I'm not in the club, I'm you off know, the clock. Yo, you think they're going to care? They better care. Look at the paparazzi. The paparazzi don't stop. No, no, whatever. The paparazzi, they, that their whole job is to ch- to to chase you down while you're not working. Right, and that's now, the paparazzi's and, job. And now we in the social media time and shit like that. Whatever, you at a friggin' restaurant with say it's Drake. Right, you at a restaurant stuff eating with your woman and stuff like whatever. And then she look and stuff. She's like, oh shit. I think Drake just took a photo and stuff. Whatever. From like over. Oh my gosh, it's Drake. He's he, he's here. Mm. He's here. I gotta get a picture. I'll be back. I'm just gonna get a photo and I'll be back. And he's eating. She's like, Drake, hi, how are you? I'm off the clock. Dude, that shit ain't gonna fly. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna fly. What do you mean? <laughs> Yo. Hollywood stars do it all the time. All right. All right. They, they, Jordan's they, famous for snuffing people as for autographs. Jordan's an older star before that social media <laughs> shit was on the height and the rise. Jordan's an ultimate. You know how many people write off Jordan as an asshole? Yo, to this day, they write Jordan MJ off as an ultimate asshole. Look at LeBron. You see, LeBron learned from MJ. He's like, uh-uh. I'm out here autographing with some kids. How are you? Giving pieces on the street. You see all that shit? I remember when Pliers came out with his story. MJ snuffed Oh, yeah? What do you say? Fly is like, fuck MJ. You see? <laughs> that shit is not happening today, man. No, sir. No, oh, sir. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, parental, the, the parental aspect and stuff, whatever, I think that's the part that just weighs on me. That's just the thing and stuff, whatever, because yeah. at the end of the day and stuff, whatever, it's you can't think of yourself anymore once you have children. My opinion. Just my opinion. No. I think once you, I think once you have children... Then obviously you have to you have to consider them. Um, prior to having children, though, uh, you marry your husband, and if your husband is looking for for you to you know not behave a certain way uh, out of uh, due to respect, he's also got to remember how he met you. Absolutely. And absolutely how he was attracted to you because we know there was a lot of naked pictures Kanye was up in in, in as well mm-hmm. right so at the end of the day I know you you know you you backslid off the mountain and slid right back onto the mountain and now you go and tell them telling it to the mountain that your wife be dressing half naked now you're trying to get your your, your half naked wife to put on some more clothes I'm confused Which I don't know my not proverbial mountains or her tits big like mountains or the ass big like mountains this but, is a lot of mountains. Uh, all, all these mountains they, they, oh, so they, they, right. they, they, the they the mountains okay. just make sure I'm right just making sure I'm right alright um yo it's okay real quick kids do you believe in disciplining your children online nah there's a lot of, you see a lot of this, these parental figures and stuff that are out here disciplining their kids and stuff and posting online and everything. Yeah. I remember one mother, she she said her daughter's acting up, acting up, being a hoe, 
and everything and stuff, whatever. And, like, she's 12 years old. Why are you chatting with a grown-ass man and, like, you know, posting this video and everything like that? Some parents are like, no, you got to shut this shit down. And yeah. some other parents are like, you're shaming and hurting the girl's feelings and her, her, her mental state. Are you for it or against it? You're definitely against it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm against... Listen, I'm against anything that should be a private situation being online. Mm-hmm. Whether it be disciplining your child, whether it just be... You know, we talk about this all. We talk about this all the time of people filming acts of kindness. Why are you filming acts of kindness for to to put it online? Like, nah, that certain things don't need to be captured mm-hmm. for the world to see. The world don't need Agreed. to know your business, your, your your entire business. Agreed. Your world don't need to know how you discipline your child. Mm-hmm. All that should matter to you is your child being disciplined, <clears throat> right? And your your child understanding why they're being disciplined. And your child taking the lessons from that. Mm. that That's where discipline should start and discipline should end. It shouldn't be any public display of anything. Clout? <laughs> to say you're the, you the baddest parent on the block? But what's the clout in that, though? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I barely post online. I'm trying to figure out what the clout in that would be, though. To yeah, show th- that you can embarrass your child. I mean... And I, I think, no, I think that it's just the fact that, like, yo, the view shit, whatever, right? The views and the likes, those things, remember, they, they yeah, make people I mean, feel good. Like, I seen it as a father. If you, listen. Go ahead. If you're going to feel good about getting views over you disciplining your child, mm. then there's something wrong with you. There's something got to be wrong with you. If, if you gotta, if, if you're going to feel good about getting likes for disciplining your child, over social media? Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know people will... I think there was a thing I seen a long time about saying different type of likers, whatever, right? There's people that like things that they actually genuinely and truly like. The people just trigger finger like shit. Yeah. And other people and stuff that, are that rarely like things and stuff like that, whatever, right? So you don't know what kind of liker you're getting or the people just know you and just want to support you. Yeah. Right? You don't know what kind of likes you're actually getting that, that, that how it means of translating stuff in their world. So if you're a person and stuff, whatever, that you might be fishing for the attention and stuff like whatever, because social media is a highlight reel of a person's life. Right. If you get into that realm and stuff, whatever, where you're like, oh, you post up photos of you out and about, you might get 30 likes. But then now you post this thing and stuff, whatever, about you disciplining your child and stuff because people are parents and people would, some of the people would discipline their kids like that, whatever. Yeah. Say if not even like a million people that would discipline the kids like that. Just like out of the world population, let's say just only 100,000. And it's been going from 30 likes to 100,000 likes. That must be a different type of feeling in general. It must. But for you to just get some type of joy from that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Different, that's a different type of parents out here. Yeah, whatever, yeah right? you're right. You're right. Different it is. type of parents. Um, different day and age. Facts. You can't raise your kids in the time that you were raised in. No. No. That, sh- that should be a soul says a son. <laughs> Why not? That should be a soul says a son. Um, like, did you ever have to work hard for your parents' approval? Because, um, you know, some people and stuff whatever, like, I know some people, like, they feel a type of way if their parents acknowledge some things. Remember when you're like, you're, I don't know if it happened to you, but when you're little, I think I probably had a few things and stuff like that. I had an OG mom, 
my mom and stuff, whatever. She would put a few things on. The only thing she would put on the fridge was the report card. Right. So if I'm like, yo, look, I did this today. She she might have like a drawer full of like artwork and like stick figure people and houses and the sun. You remember how people just did the little house of triangle and then the square and shit? Yeah. She already yeah. had like a drawer full of that shit. But she just had the report card on the fridge. Fridge. Whatever, right? That was the only thing warranted and stuff, whatever, right? And with me, that for me, it instilled in me and stuff of like all the other shit. It's minuscule until the greater so good. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So that was my way of trying to seek approval from my mom, mm. whatever, right? To make sure my overall grades and stuff, whatever, was on point. Yeah. And then I'm like, that was like when she nods, like, yeah, I had a boy hitting the honor roll. Okay, I see you. That I felt good. And I remember I was watching the anime and so I watched Naruto and shit like that, whatever. And there was two brothers and stuff, whatever. One brother and stuff, whatever. He was like. Genius, excelled at every fucking thing. Like he blinked and he was just great, right? For no damn reason. And his little brother seen him just do all this great shit, and the father would just just praise the the brother. So like, he was fishing for the, the approval yeah, 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 of yeah. his pops and stuff, whatever. And like, I think it took like like weeks of training for one thing to kind of get that approval and stuff and everything. And his father's like, my boy. So I'm talking about good right. job, yeah. And that man, he can tell him nothing. He was walking on cloud twelve, fuck nine. And that's what I'm saying. Some people, you know, do things and stuff, whatever, for the approval of their parents. Right. Did you have to do anything for the approval of your parents? I wouldn't say have to do it, but yeah, yeah. There's you that didn't. want. There's that want. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, to to show your parents that you know certain things. You're right that they've. It, Instilled in you, mm-hmm. and you've man, you've managed to execute those things, and make it part of your your daily routine or your livelihood. Like you like you're saying, your mom was big on education, so right. you were able to take that, instill it in, into what you're doing, and and become good at it to the point where she recognizes it. Right, and you know she, she not only does she recognize it. She understands that you've now made made it a priority. So you know, she feels good in that, and you feel good in that. Not only that, you know, you have her approval, but it's something that you've also done for your, yourself, mm. right? And I think with with my parents, their whole thing was always to just be the best you could be at whatever it is that you're trying to be. And as long as you're doing that, we're happy. Whether it takes you to move to the moon and back, or it only just takes you outside your front door. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's something that that you know you've put yourself towards, and you're giving it all you you can give in life, then that's an accomplishment in itself. Because a lot of people don't get uh, get a chance to do that. So if you wanted to be the biggest porn star on the planet. If I want to be the biggest porn they're, star, they're 100 behind you. As long as you know, um, you're, you're they doing probably the best. they probably wouldn't watch any of the 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 the, the movies or the takes that I've done. But right. um, you know what? They support me 100. percent They come to AVN show. I mean, you weren't. They clothes. probably wouldn't come to the AVN they show. Would no, not no, come. I don't think they. Would so you come might to not them. get an approval for the for them for that then. No, not for the AVN. It's not because you get, get the award. approval. I get the award, but I don't think they'd be popping up at the AVN show. No. 
No, a lot of things other pop up at the AVN show. Yes, a lot of yeah. other things will pop up yeah, at the AVN know, show, the but awards, not my parents. No. I wonder what they give kind of award. What are the awards called there? They call the Woodies. <laughs> like I don't know. Not the, you know, I don't know. That's just me. Um, I feel like a lot of people, to my knowledge, low key want the approval of their parents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when they don't get the approval of their parents, I feel like. Shit tends to go super south. The reason I say super south and stuff, and not just regular, like just go down. You absentee fathers or absentee parents, right? Right. You're looking for something to kind of fill that void, because hmm. those things create a void and stuff like that, whatever. So, like, if you're not getting the approval or like the appreciation and stuff, whatever, I feel like some shit's gonna go down and it's gonna go south. When it comes to like the parental figures, because your first superhero is your parents. Yes. Yes. Right. So, from when you're heroes and stuff, whatever you can, you get that accomplishment and stuff from your heroes telling you like, "Yo, you did amazing. I'm proud of you." That's Cloud Twelve right there, baby. Yeah. That's yeah. Cloud Twelve. Yeah. Your hero just telling you that they're they're proud of you and stuff like that, whatever. Anybody else stuff, whatever. It might, it might hit a little different. But it might not hit as hard as stuff compared to like the parental. Family. Nah, nah. So that's how I was looking. I'm like that family umbrella. I have an issue with you know five things that have wrong with people in the world. Yeah, lack of love. Mm-hmm. Everybody acts like they know. Mm-hmm. No one listens. Yeah, no one's be held accountable. Yeah, and family. Mm. Family, the dynamic of family and stuff, whatever. I, my opinion is a lot different than stuff, whatever. Or my understanding of it now, I don't know how it was back then. Right. Completely fucked. Mm. I want to say maybe like out of 100% to towel, I want to say maybe there might be 25 to 30% might be kosher. Yeah. Like like unit-wise, family unit-wise. Yeah. And then the other 70% fucked. I think us as human beings, we just need to do better and stuff with that, whatever. And certain things to like approval of parents. Yeah. And the bonding of family and everything like whatever. Those things are essential to building that family number, raising it. I think here's here's what I think the issue with family is, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're a part of when you're a part of a family, mm-hmm. you want to tend to think your values. Are going to be their values or should be their values mm-hmm. based upon the fact that you've grown together mm-hmm. you if you have the same mother or father then you have the same teacher mm-hmm. right um you learn the same you've learned and you've been instilled with the same values mm-hmm. right then you say that okay that's my family right that's uh my mom and father my, my mom and pops then you think of how your mom and pops grew with their brothers and sisters. Them taking down what their grandparents had get, what your grandparents had given them, mm-hmm. right? And you're thinking, well, if I've gotten what my parents have gotten from their grandparents, then my Damn. aunt should have gotten the same thing that my parents gotten. Therefore, their kids should have gotten the same thing that my aunt has gotten. That my parents have gotten, that I have not gotten, that we've gotten from grandma. There's a lot of gots right there. There's a lot of gots. Fucking game of thrones. But this is, 
But this is the understanding that you're feeling that you should that you should have. Right? I don't think so. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. run with it, run it. This is the this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like there's there's certain values that are instilled, mm-hmm. right? That will fall under the lines of traditions and customs that's going to be unique to every family, right? So you so so this is what you're holding on to as far as a family unit. We cut from the same cloth. We hear that. Uh, we hear that often, right? right. We're, we're cut from the same cloth. So you cutting from the same cloth. You feel that people should, especially within your family, should think like how you think, or or move like how you think, or do or do like how you do. The biggest misconception that we have is that their family, yes, but their people first. Right, and that's why that's why I think what the whole thing that you're saying that's the misconception. Like you don't, you're not supposed to expect that because it's only tradition. Tradition and stuff is something like what you guys would do on the reg. Right. What you guys would do and stuff, whatever. On like, I want to say not a customary thing, but it's kind of like, yo, every summer this day you're holding a barbecue. Right. Every summer in August you're having a family reunion. That. But you work this job. I work that job. That person works that job. We're seeing different points of view. On a Monday through Friday of basis. Of course, yeah. You go to that school. I go to this school. Yeah. That person goes to that school. Different points of view. That people should are, not be the same. People are people. That's what I'm saying. That should not be the same. So anybody who thinks like that, it falls right back into what I was saying. People act like they know. Right. That's another problem I have with the world. You shouldn't act like you know, because I don't know what your world is consistent of on a day-to-day, on a day-to-day, 24-hour type of thing. Yeah. You can tell me a fraction of it. How was your day? drove to work you did your job you talked to a few people on lunch break you went back to work the end the main detail of this is that whatever you spoke to with that person and stuff at work you could have been talking about how to start a business creating an idea your former world where you came from before your worlds collide before how you like how did you get there and those type of things can start molding and building to something else yes so that's what I'm saying like if a person who thinks like family's supposed to just align with the same goddamn thing, they're an idiot. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's a, 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 you're also an idiot thinking that you're expecting you from others. You're an yeah. idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot if you expect you from others because yeah. that's impossible. You're, 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 you're yourself. And as much as you and another person may think alike, you're still not alike. You're going to differ in some way, shape, or form. You're going to have some different opinion in some way, shape, or form. Preach. And that's what it is. It's, I think as soon as we recognize that and accept that, then I, then I think family... We'll start to recognize members for who they are mm. and how they sit within the family. Yeah, I mean, like it was those Thanksgiving dinners with the, I want to say, well, I, wait, I don't have one in the fam, but like, you know, the emo, you know, the, the, the emo one with the hair. Yeah. They don't really fuck with anybody and stuff. He's in his own world, listening to his, his Marilyn Manson type of shit. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm being all extra fucked up and stuff. With it. But that person and stuff, whatever. Gotta acknowledge that not everybody's gonna be in our world or our realm. Of course not, right? I remember I seen a meme the other day and stuff and everything, and um, one dude and stuff, whatever. He had the prince thing, you know, prince from um, Chappelle. Yeah. When Chappelle was the prince and everything. Yeah. And they're like, when you guys are playing 2K 
and the one cousin sitting on the couch and stuff, whatever, who watches anime and listens to indie music and stuff, whatever. And then the prince is like, when the Chappelle's like, this bores me. <laughs> yeah. That's not his realm. It's not his realm. And it's okay. Yeah. It's not his realm. Yeah. It's not his realm. It's not his world and stuff, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Just make peace with it. Not everybody's going to be the same. No two are like like a snowflake. Mm. Any family that think like that, whatever, is going to break and falter. If that's what happened to families and stuff, whatever, back then, we need to find a solution to bring that shit back to the whole level and stuff. It's just technology. Like, yo, you're different in this aspect. Still going to love you the same way. You're different like this. Love's still here. I think it's um, figuring out the... It, we... <clears throat> We'll, we'll be at work. Mm-hmm. We'll be at amongst our friends, mm-hmm. where we figure out our independence. But then, how we fit in as a group. I don't think we do that as much with family, where we figure out our independence from family, mm-hmm. but how we fit in to the family and make that whole. Here lies the problem and the solution. Okay, one step forward. Um, <clears throat> let's get to some real shit. Um, since we're on the family aspect and stuff, whatever, let's talk about child sexual abuse and molestation. So, it's a topic we didn't touch on yet, but you know, we touch on every damn thing. You know, I ain't scared. I ain't scared of stuff and everything. But um, what I realized and stuff, whatever, is that me going out to meet new people, talk to people and everything like that, whatever... Um, maybe it might be the peoples that I meet. They're probably now getting the courage. I don't know. Might, might be the me too. Might be the me too. Yeah. Or it might be time and age and other things they probably didn't experience stuff, whatever. Have now getting getting the courage to kind of talk about some things that took place and stuff, whatever. And I want to say a high percentage of them. Eight, nine out of ten. Let's say benefit of doubt. Eight out of ten. Yeah. The child, the child sexual abuse and molestation happened within the family. Yeah. That so you you know of some peoples and stuff that's been to some chronicles like that too. I wouldn't say I know <clears throat> of any, but maybe I maybe one or two. But I would that, say that, that shared information because you might not even know. Well, that's that's what I was about to say. Right. Um, it's still very taboo, whereas it happens more often than not. I mean, just just look at the, the percentage you're talking about. It happens more often than not than well, we'd like to admit. They said they on um, there's a child childabuse.org website. <clears throat> one out of five girls and one in twenty boys are victims of sexual abuse. Under the age of 14. Yeah. And there was a study conducted in 1986 found that 63% of women who had suffered sexual abuse by a family member also reported a rape or attempted rape after the age of 14. Yeah. So, 63%. That's high as shit. That's high. But think, think about it. That's probably from when they started taking surveys. Taking notes. Yeah, right. Because before, let's say even before, like, you know, it was just kind of like shut your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing. Because, I mean, the word or the phrase uncle toucher is not a new phrase. No. 
whatever. It had to come from somewhere. Yeah. A salute to my family. Um, I'm gonna acknowledge all y'all. I ain't had no uncles to touch they, me. They, they, I ain't have no aunties and stuff like that. Or, but he, I mean, it's 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 so funny because a lot of times you can speak for yourself, but you can't speak for everybody, and that includes other family members because you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you, the fact that it's not spoken about, or it's a, it's. A taboo thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have gone to their grave with that secret. Taking it with them. A lot of people have. Damn. A lot of people have died with good reputations to their names. When really and truly, you know, they might have did some some scandalous things. Oh, so you're saying like the uncle touchers? Yeah. Died with the. With not know nobody knowing. Dig up them bodies and just you know throw some light. Well, but it's, it's already done. It's, it's already done though, right? You, you can give a dog a bone, you know. <laughs> I mean, like the I feel like I think we should start raising awareness. That's the reason why I said we should speak about it and stuff whatever today. Right. Help raise awareness and stuff whatever like within them, like you know, especially from kids and adults. Well, and I think that. Exactly what you're saying. Help raise awareness. Mm-hmm. Speak about it. Don't make it such a taboo subject. Because I say that to say this. Did your mother ever have that conversation with you? About relatives or family touching? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, see, well, you're an anomaly. My mom's a G. She she's different. She, in her world, in her world, she explained it to me when we had the convo. She said basically, she had friends, right, female friends, right, who relatives did some shit okay. like that okay. stuff to them, okay. right. So when she went to interact with these female friends, and everything, so say if she used to go over to like Susie Q's house. Susie Q's brother was the was the toucher or something like that. Right. So since he think it's okay to do it, Susie Q, he think it's okay to try and do that shit to my mom, and she gang gang like this, mm. this, this is not a joke. Like she gang gang to this day. So when he thinks she he can bust a little sweet move and stuff, whatever, and my mom punch him in his throat, mm. she looking like yo the buck stops here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the fuck you think's going on. And then when Susie Q is now witnessing, like, yo, you can stand up and shit like that, whatever. Yeah. My mom had the convo. And she's like, yo, if your people don't believe you, leave. Yeah. You can stop, come stay at our house. And, you know, people, like, bit by bit, like, it's helped raise the awareness. And some people, the shame factor, the fear, because you don't know how the people and stuff are, like, are you doing take it it? and everything like yeah. that. I have, I have a guy friend. I have a guy friend and stuff, whatever. When his uncle was alive, his uncle had a girlfriend. She was in her twenties. His uncle was like young, like kind of kind of like a young uncle to him. Yeah, he's like eight nine. The girls in like she's twenty twenty one ish, and uncle's like twenty two twenty three ish, a little bit older than her and everything. When uncle when he used to go over to uncle's house to stay and everything, and uncle would leave, set twenty year old woman just to make him. Make him eat her pussy. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And he would have to do it, like, I guess, like, whenever he knew what the routine was when the uncle was leaving. So, like, when you look at the uncle, like, you know, she's like, because she, she, she's ashamed of him. Yeah. She's like, shut the fuck up. Don't say shit. 
No one's gonna believe you. You're a kid, and she just cower him and belittle him and fuck it with his psyche. So right. he just knew for a fact that if he couldn't stop his uncle from leaving or tell his mom he didn't want to go over there and everything like that, whatever, yeah. he just got to eat box. Mm. He just got to eat box. And then she's going to shame him and everything when it's all said and done. And I think it went around for, for some years until he told his mom, he's like, look, if you can't babysit me, I'll babysit my damn self. Right. Whatever, right? And sure enough, once he was able to do that, he never went back and stuff whatever. And then granted, the uncle and her, they broke up. But I think the uncle never knew. Right, yeah. So when the uncle passed and she came back at the funeral and stuff with her, he wasn't even a fan. He, was, he wasn't a fan. Mm. He wasn't a fan of stuff with her. He's like, yo, you don't know what the fuck you did to me and everything like that, whatever, right? And I'm like, yo, shout out to you for getting a little courage. Yeah. Because some people and stuff with them, they just were taking ride to shame and stuff like that. That's what I'm like saying. That. But that's why a lot of it just slides underneath the carpet. But what's so fucked, whatever. I want to say, like, kind of like, in my case now, if I'm dating a chick, whatever, who's been through some stuff like this and everything like that, I don't want to do anything to the girl that might trigger PTSD. Yeah. You but you, how you know? How you, you don't I, know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Know. I'm first class perv on my own. Yeah. So if I'm going to, like, you know, do a love tap on your ass cheek because it look kind of jiggly, I'm like, you know and then you know, you know, you you strike back like that, whatever. I'm gonna ask you what's wrong, and then I'm gonna feel like a, a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what to conduct and stuff for the like that, and that's what I'm saying. Like these things have a residual effect. That's what I'm saying. It's not just raising awareness within the children, but raising awareness and stuff with the adults, because the ones that went from children to now adults oh. are still going or still living with this. The repeating pain. the cycle and repeating the cycle. And yeah. Repeating the cycle. So I mean, hey, we this is it. It just needs to be spoken about and you know, take responsibility and stuff for for some things. Um I think another thing we should make mental health. My opinion, I don't have government control. If I have government control of money, oh we'd be I. We'd be I. Um making men, mental health services available to these peoples, like once like it's been notified. Right. Or like they like if they bring an accuser or or you know make a claim, I think the services need to automatically go in and it should be fit the bill for free. My thing, yeah, my thing and stuff. Like that. And that's just not just in Ontario, but just I want to at least start somewhere yeah. to eventually become a worldwide thing. Because mental health is not a joke. No. You know, we speak about it all yeah. the time. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to some lighter shit again now. Whatever. Um. Let's do the question of the week. You hear the high notes, you know? Yeah, yeah you're oh, working on it. I was practicing my patty bell on the drive over yeah, here. Yeah, you're practicing something. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Hold on. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I don't hey, know if it's quite patty. Dress up your argument. I don't know if it's quite patty. Dress up your argument. <laughs> uh, question of the week. What's the best thing that never happened to you? The best Thing that never happened to me. I'm gonna have to think about that for a bit. You got you got one off the top of your head? Uh the best thing that never happened to me um is actually, believe it or not, when it came to like schooling after high school. Yeah. I got approved to go to school in Japan. Oh yeah? Yeah, I got a, I I applied and stuff for there because um when I was doing the um the SAT test. I was doing the SAT test where they were saying, like, you know, where would you wanna, you know. Possible, like when you fill out everything and stuff, whatever you, you want to go to school or something like that. I think SAT or ACT, can't remember. But I put Japan, UK, US, and Canada. 
along the lines and stuff and everything like that, right? Right. Okay, no, I have family in Canada. Yeah. Never really got, I always wanted to go to UK someday, and I always want to go to Japan, right? When I got approved for the Japan thing and stuff, whatever, like I think they were going to fit more of, more of my education stuff than anything else. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, it's going to be so far away from my peoples and my family and my mom. I think my mom was going through like, I think she just had like a, a stroke at the time. Okay. Or the year before, sometimes she had a stroke with her. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be too far to like, if, if you have to, if needed to come. Forth, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Never that. But if I went to Japan, would there be a particle sons? No, there wouldn't. Best thing I never had. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be a Marzilla. Might be a little bit taller. It could you know? be a Marzilla, you know. Hey! The whole franchise going on in here. Could have been, could have been. Or I could have been extra reckless and have like a lot of half Japanese, half black kids walking around there. That could be a possibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know it's it's hard to say the best thing that's never happened to me because what if it happened and then what if something spectacular happened after that? True. You know what I mean? It's, it's when you, we, you well, some, some people this, some the, people the, say the like potential right? like when Beyonce said it, she's saying pertain to like a relationship. Right. Right? But what if you didn't and stuff, whatever, like would you take the lessons and become better? Like I was telling somebody and stuff, like um one of my boys, we were beatboxing, right? Side note, we were beatboxing stuff pertaining to like, I guess like my my failed marriage. Right. And we were talking and stuff like that. He's like, he's going through some shit relationship shit too, whatever. I'm like, come on, baby. It's all character development, man. This was your, your life is a movie. So you got to drop that character in mm. and stuff to kind of fuck it up and give you a character development to make you strong.
Yeah, we do so. We do something like that. Yeah, find us. Find us. Find you know us. What I mean, we won't be hard to find because we'll have the microphone that says the particle suns on it. Ask yeah. us. Ask the suns. I'm pretty sure we'll have a t-shirt or a hat on. Ask the suns, and uh, we'll be acting crazy. All right. Yeah. yeah. Once again, listen. Thank you for listening to the particle suns. Remember, the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has. A- Peace and love. Happy New Year. Peace. 2020. Clear vision. The Podical Signs with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.